tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. I was um, I was I was telling Pastor that uh, uh, when I was at Koyi Link Bridge, it was already to seven, like five minutes to seven. I already slept in the car I was, and they took me fifteen minutes more. In my head, I thought I was going to carry a car. Now do me the bandits. <laughs> Before I was supporting the team, now I say, ah, they shouldn't have bandits like that. <laughs> Human beings, we always like to flow with what favors us. Amen. How many have goals this year? You have goals you want to achieve this year. I can see, I only see a few hands. With that expectation, that cannot be manifestation. So you must have goals you have set this year. How many people? I need to see your hands. I'm, I'm serious about it. I'm not just calling for all sake. Amen. As many people that have goals, no matter how big your goals are, this year you will achieve them in the name of Jesus. I pray with you and I speak that the speed that will give that you will receive to accomplish those goals, God will release it on your part in the name of Jesus. They will not just be on paper. They will become a reality. Oh, your human is not born again. They will not just be on the script. God will give an unction of answers to them. In the name of Jesus. It's good to have goals. But there is a particular goal that sets all other goals in motion. And that is the goal we are talking about all this period. We are talking about spiritual goals. Amen. Abaskia started on, I mean, on Sunday. And he started with spiritual goals. Every other goal is built on our spiritual goals. If you do not improve your spiritual quality, if your spiritual standard is not raised, it will affect other goals that you have set for your life. Because as believers, what drives our life is a spiritual force. Amen. Are we together tonight? The, 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 our life is founded. The moment you give your life to Christ, one of the things that happen is that you are no longer operating by natural principles. You have been, um, you have been redefined in a way. You have been changed in a way such that being born again means that you are now ruled by an other influence. There are other things that determines how your life will now go. So, if you do not, if you do not improve your spiritual quality, there is going to be a lot of challenges along the way. And there is no other way to set spiritual goals than to know God better. I want to get someone. Knowing God better is the foundation of everything that you want to talk about. Most of our goals, naturally, if you check now, very well, check, check, check. 99% of it is going to be on material things. It's not bad. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's not bad. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. But for those 99 to come to pass and to come to pass well. Let me let that one sink. Praise God. For those 99 goals to come to pass well, there is difference between having some sex and having a good sex. Are we together? There's sometimes, if you labor too much to get certain things, you will not even enjoy it again. Am I talking to somebody here? Imagine you say, you, you need oracle now. Just, just need oracle to get something done. Maybe just one go flex. Ah, no, but this weekend, we can get oracle, go flex around. I know to flex around, um, lucky is a bit, it's always in oracle-ish. Nothing around 50 at all. Hotel oracle. <laughs> One night. <laughs> We just, all of us go to Dubai. And then, you just feel like, I just need under care to do something. I'm just using that one as an example. I'm just joking, really. But, let's say you just need under care to do certain things. Now, there is a way you will go about that under care. That when the under care come. That's my, my brother, I beg. There's no point. I've been spent, I don't spend, me with the under care, I don't spend two under care. <laughs> Praise God. That is why somebody said that what you get by favor is better than what you get by labor. Yeah. 
You want you live for 100k, don't spend 500k. Ah, what's the point? Because by the time you go, even used to buy medicine, the other is finished. The labor you have done, everything you have done, everything you have put into it. So, as believers, we get faster results when we use spiritual means to get them. The results are sweeter, faster, and better. I will together somewhere tonight. And what is only about is about the knowledge of God. It's about the what? The knowledge of God. The knowledge of God. Knowing God better, understanding God more, getting closer to God, it guarantees your other goals that they will come to pass without too much of your effort. It is one of the major advantages believers have what we always ignore. The more you know God, that was why in that book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 73, the first thing they said was, seek you first the kingdom of God. Now, beautiful, it's there on the screen. Say, but what? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall what? Be added. I like the way Pastor K put it. Pastor K said, we don't chase things. We chase, we, we chase God and things what? Chase us. I, I will always refer to that story, that woman. How can God still be in the business of connecting a good, a good woman? That video we saw. How many of you were in church on Sunday? I, I don't understand. The woman said she was even asking after 38 years. Let's, agree, let's assume she married at the age of 20. 58 years old woman. And God gave him, I mean, God gave her Someone she can still say, I am happy with. Say, God connected me back to my friend. Amazing. Amazing. You are not even half of that age. <laughs> Praise God. And every single guy that goes around your streets is a potential target. <laughs> my sister, take your focus off men. <laughs> the heat that will come, it will come, it won't tarry. If only you can focus on God and improve your relationship of knowing Him better. Said Matthew, that's bring, bring, bring back that scripture. Say, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. Now, they didn't say seek ye first God. He said, seek you first the kingdom of God. When you know God, it doesn't stop there. You need to know some things about God. God's kingdom operates on principles. In fact, in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 19, he said, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of God. What he's trying to say is this. I'm going to teach you things that make things work without sweat. How do you explain Someone that has been told that will never have a child again. And only by activating one principle of the kingdom. And the man of God told her, I said, look, I don't know Philippian 2, but I know Philippian 2. I'm bouncing baby boys. Amen. If all we live our life on is based on physical, I mean physical um, principles alone, see, you will get results, but it will not be as big, it will not be as swift, it will not be as accurate as when spiritual one comes. Have you? Do you know what it means to be in a place and just in a place of prayer? God tells somebody to step outside, uh, or God gives divine instruction: go to a certain place, just stand there, and the person stays there and he gets property. There was a woman, this, this of a woman I had for Pastor K on the mainland. I mean, like two or three years ago. The woman was just standing on her own. She was just worshiping with the Lord. And she, I mean, at a certain time she was going on the road and God told her, step out of your car and go and see that land. She said she doesn't have any money in her account according to the testimony I had from Pastor K. She said she doesn't have any money in her account. But you see, what? What went before that time was that there was a conversation with God. She was communing with God. She was talking to God. She was having a good time with God. And God started, do you know, do you know, sir? Do you know, ma? 
most of the breakthroughs of your life, most of the direct information that will change your life will come in the place of fellowship with God. Some of the things that you will know, some of the things that God will tell you, we come, we, we come in the place of you fellowshipping, talking to God. You will get to a point like this, you'll be talking to God as if you're talking to human beings. The woman stepped out of her car and she got to the land. She saw some guys there. And the Spirit said, ask for the land. It's, it's, it's almost an... If you look stupid, it's okay. Some things go beyond being stupid. They advance to the next level. I don't have money. Yes, it's enough. I'm my own. Now, they said you go to a land and ask people that are there how much they sell the land. So that what can happen? And they said, ah, do you want to buy the land? They said, do you want to buy the land? See, when God gives you divine instruction, every other thing in that place has been subdued already. You are only going to take over. That is why it has to be God's way. She got there, long story short. Um, they, told her, they even said that they will collect posted check. That she can give them posted check. It's fine. I don't know where they do that. I don't know where they do that kind of thing. They are said to collect posted check from her. And then, um, by the month, and they already processed the book. I mean, they will land everything in a, in a name without payment. Believing that the project check will clear. Of course, she was acting according to the divine structure, too. She doesn't know how it's going to play out. A few weeks before that time came, some banks came for the same land to negotiate the land. And the lawyer in charge said, look, we had sold this land to a woman. In fact, the books are in her name, except we speak to her. If it were you, what would happen? I didn't hear you. Eh? I don't know how much that woman sold that land. But if it was me, they won't have it easy. Ah, no, no. They will pay for the years I've been... (laughs) All the years I've been angry, they will pay Oh, God. Of course. Of course, no matter how stupid she is, she knows that she has to pay the land <laughs> first. And she must be able to buy another one. I have money in her post. I don't know how much she sold the land, but according to the story, it asks that she was able to make enough money, buy another property, and started a business of her own that is thriving till today. So, when we walk with God, the first thing God does for us is that he reveals himself to us. Now, revealing himself to us means that one of the things he does is that he will teach us his way. In fact, in the book of Psalm, Bible says that God gave, showed his act to Israel. When he showed his act to Israel, that was the best of him they can see. But when it comes to Moses, Moses he taught him his ways. His ways are his principles. His ways are the things how things should be done. His ways are how life should be lived. To optimize it. Most of us as believers, we stop at the only point of getting his act. We don't understand his ways. And when you live based on his act, you are living based on miracle. Miracle cannot carry you through all your life. Miracles are like, they're like four-wheel gears. I we together tonight. Miracles are like four-wheel gears. You activate them on special occasion to come out of troubles. They, they're not necessarily what you are going to use to drive through the whole journey. But when you understand this way, you can live a miraculous life all through your life. Because at that time, you are the miracle happening to life. Is somebody here tonight? So, what God is interested in you working with him is this. Look, if you work with me, I'm going to show you, I'm not going to show you just a husband. Because some people stop at the level of when they get a husband, they have stopped. They don't know there is so many things more about that man. Because he's a man does not mean his daughter, he doesn't have some things that we have to, <laughs> some people, <laughs> you need to, you need to, you need to knock him sometimes. Because I don't know men, sometimes the wire here. <laughs> There's one wire here. You just lose contact. Pasha, <laughs> Pastor touch. <laughs> God said, look, I can give you a man. What about managing him? 
I can give you children when I'm managing them. If I know you well, and you know me well, see, you're not just going to have a wife. There is also a way to manage wives. And you will get optimum results. Praise God. You know women, women can give you partial results? Yes. When they just cook for you and put your food on the table, that's partial. The optimum result is that they will give you food. They will stay with you. Ask you if you like it. They will be happy. They will pray for you. The one you want to hear, I won't say, I won't say it. <laughs> I know where I know where his mind is going. It's a cannot believe. <laughs> Amen. Plus what? Man of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. What I'm saying in essence is that one of the full benefits of working with God is doesn't just limit to getting miracles. So many people come to God. All we just want is God bless me. God bless me. God is saying, look, if I just bless you this one, do you know where I'm taking you to? You don't even understand what I have in stock. But you can't understand it until you come to know me more. If you know me, I will teach you my ways. The way I did to Moses. See, Moses was too sure that God can't leave him stranded. Is somebody following me? Do you know what Moses went through? He stood before Pharaoh. He stood at the, I mean, before the, I mean, um, the waters. Many, many things. Said, God, the same God has taught me how he lives. How? Some of the things that amazes um, Israelites doesn't amaze Moses. So that's how we roll normally. It is either this or no other thing else. So, if you can achieve knowing God this year, I can boast of your results coming out better than what you thought. If you can achieve knowing God beyond what you know now, beyond what you know now, if you can achieve knowing God more than the way you used to know now, I can tell you categorically that when 31st of December come and you look at the kind of results you have, you will know it's a child's play from what you had previous years ago. You are too sure of it. Let me tell you the truth. The more of the results you have now is the level of God you know. The level of exploit that you can perform now is the level of God you know. Look, let me give you another trick. Daniel said something. Those who know their God, they said they shall be strong. The first thing that comes to you when you know the kind of God you are talking about is that you are strong. Being strong alone is a result. Do you know why? No toast of the wind can come and blow you anyhow. Say they will be strong and they what? They will do exploit. Exploit now is a senior brother of result. Is somebody catching something tonight? He said, those who do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt with flatteries. But the people who know who their God is and what? Carry out what? They shall be strong and carry out what? Great. Now listen. Exploits are senior brother of results. Now, great exploits is grandfather. Now, that means that these ones will do the impossible. Please do me a favor. Go to the Bible. Check out everyone that did great things in the scripture. There are people that God speaks to one by one. They were not people that know God through what mother said, what their father said. No. They were people before, because the road to that exploit is in you exploit it by knowing God. Look at what they, look at what um, Ezekiel said, for instance. Now, Ezekiel was the one that spoke to dry bones. Do we all agree? It was a conversation he was asking with God. Now, look at it here. Anytime God is having a good time with you, he brings supernatural exploits for you to perform as an evidence of your relationship. You can just be talking to God now. God will say, Guy, how about having an estate? Again? In where? Talk, 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 talk. Say it. Say it. Baron Island. Equal Atlantic. You're your own. You're not, you're, you, you were not, you're not talking about Equal Atlantic. You were just worshipping. He will just bring one. Sometimes your present capacity will say, God, let us not embarrass ourselves. <laughs> Is it not okay to minimize everything at this level? 
Why do we have to go that high? God will say, look. Because Ezekiel was just having a normal conversation with God. And God said, can this dry bone live again? What's it concerning? <laughs> you just like to put me on eye jump. God said, that is how I do. I am a Jehovah overdue. When I'm having a good time with my people, I just want to flex and show myself. Abraham was having a conversation with God. Abraham didn't ask for his son. And he said, look, go to the outside. I will make your sons as great as this. Look, we are just gisting between you and me. We are not talking about sons anymore. Every single one. Jeremiah had the same thing. He was having a conversation. And God said, I'm going to send you. I've already made you a prophet to the nation. That brings me to the second point. Anytime you are in good relationship with God, God reveals you to you. That's what happened to Jeremiah. He said, look. And the good thing about God revealing you to yourself is that you just don't live life as it comes again. Bread and beans doesn't make sense. Now you have higher purpose to life. Anytime God reveals you to you, anytime God shows you the x-ray of who you are, of what you are supposed to be, you will understand time and placement per time. You will know that I've been here is not an accident. Everything starts to make everything starts to make points all together. Listen, 2007 when I finished youth service, everybody was applying to Glow, Zenith Bank, you know, oil companies and all that. Already, I've understood that there is more to my life than just applying. So I told God, I said, I don't want my CV to become a poster, to a, like an anvil on the road. So CV like an anvil, you can see it everywhere you go. They have sent it to all banks, all companies. They have all of them have thrown it to the road. I said, I don't want that to happen. I want to apply to a particular place and that will be it. I don't want to jump up and down. And I don't want it to be too far. I want to be quick. So I was worshipping. I'd already done that before I, saw, before I served. So that night I was worshipping God. I was just there with him, fellowshipping that afternoon. And the Lord came to me. He said, you will go and teach in the primary school. In the secondary school. I felt insulted. I didn't do education. I didn't go to NCE. How can the next thing be that I'll go and teach? He said it and there was no repentance. You know when God... <laughs> you see, when you are in good fellowship with God, when God speaks, you won't, doubt, you won't doubt. You will know it's God. It may not be convenient with your body, but you will know this is God talking. said... <laughs> In fact, it got so precise that he told me the school. He told me even to go and meet. Now, when I got there, of course, they have done all the exams. They have done everything. They have finished everything. I am the most qualified. I am the least most qualified because I was carrying the BSc. Every other person had the BSc and wanted to do things around it. They dropped me for three of those guys to employ me. These guys were more experienced. And it's not as if they're going to pay me better. So when the woman was saying that she was doing me a favor, I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> In her mind, she was doing me a favor. She said, look, we have to drop three of our, our guys here to, for you to come around. I said, I'm not supposed to be happy. If nobody can go here, not to be able to go see for it. Me, here. In fact, all my friends were asking me questions. But do you know what? I don't know if I've shared that story before here. Years later, years later, when I was done there and God moved me to the next level of my life, all these, like five or six of those students that passed through me in the, in the secondary school later joined my fellowship when I was in like as a pastor of campus fellowship. And they were able, because I have orientation with those people, I could communicate with their age and how they think. And that was how I was successfully able to pastor that fellowship. Until I move to the next level. You see, God told me something I had nothing to do with. In fact, some of the things he told me those period are still playing out now. And they are connecting one by one and one by one. And they are making sense all together. So, now, see the, see the challenge here. A believer thinks, I need a car now. He's using his mind to think about what he thinks he needs. When you are in fellowship with God, God brings the template of your life to you. He brings the map of your life to you. 
So you will understand why you were born this way. You will understand what it means that you are going through now and the connection it has to do with the future. This is the effect. You cannot live your life any hour again because now you stand for a meaning. You stand for a meaning. Jesus couldn't live anyhow. He's risen for the fall and rise of many. He was, he understood his assignment so much. So when you spend time with God, like, like, um, Jeremiah did, God will reveal your whole life to you. You will understand that it's not just about waking up every day and be, anytime you look at yourself in the mirror, you just, you say, I don't, I don't even know, I don't even know, I don't even know. No! I don't even know, I don't even know, I don't even know. You have said, I don't even know that. After a while, you used to know what you are doing. Even you don't know again. You will understand that life goes beyond just the food to eat and the water to drink. You will know that, look, every day I wake up, is not about going to work every day again. There is a more significant use to my life. It will bring your life to you. You will see it yourself. You will know what to stand for. There are many people that are in a particular place of their life now. They don't know that that place where they are, God needs them to do particular things there. It's a ministry that they're supposed to be fulfilling there. They're not aware yet. It is what God will do to you anytime you are closer to God. Let me move. The next one is that it is the easiest way to live an upright life. You want a life, you want to live a life void of sin? Don't live your life trying to stop sin because you're not going to stop it by your power. In fact, this is what the Lord told me, told me. You cannot, your mind cannot be Godful and be sinful at the same time. Let me say it again. Your thought, your thought cannot be Godful. Your thoughts cannot be full of God per time and be full of sin per time. Anytime you are closer to sin, check well, you are not Godful. Your thought is empty. To be closer to God gives you an opportunity to always have God in your memory. When you have God in your mind consistently, everywhere you are going, among your friends, where you are nowhere, and God is in center of your focus, some, somehow, it makes sin very inconvenient for you to do. Have you noticed, no matter how much people are mad, they don't have sex in church. What is going on? Their madness doesn't have that kind of degree. Even a prostitute, the moment she enters church, you will see that there's a little bit of covering from her body. She's looking for a way to cover her body. Praise God. I don't mean to eat anybody, but you see, most times, that's why you see them draw down the skirt that was all long. Praise God. No matter how you are, the moment you enter that presence of God, so what is the difference? The difference is that you become conscious of God when you are in church and less conscious of God when you are outside. So what prevails in your thought at that time is what your body is subjected to. So this is how it works. The more you spend time with God, the more you spend time and fellowship with God, you retain God more in your memories and in your consciousness than it governs you anywhere you are and what you do. Even when you are among believers, the fact that God is in your consciousness, at the point, do you even know that after studying and staying more well with God, you will know how scriptures are jumping out of your mouth. You, maybe they ask you questions. In, there was a day we were in a meeting in the office. And I wanted to interject someone and say, praise God. My brother. Everybody laughed though. <laughs> uh, well, my boss uh, sarcastically saying, hallelujah. <laughs> praise God. And then waste. In fact, most of the suggestions I give in meetings, I get them from scriptures, but I don't tell them. I'll just say, well, I have a scenario. <laughs> when I miss like that, and they bring questions. Okay, how do you do this? I say, I have a scenario where something like this happened, and this was what they do, what they, what they did. 
Some of my Christian friends would look at me and say, this guy, do you have anything to tell us about from Bible? Ah, just do it. And I will quickly shut up there because if I go too far, I will quote the verse. <laughs> and the chapter. <laughs> uh, praise God. What am I trying to say? The Bible says in the book of um, Proverbs chapter Proverbs chapter 4 or so, it said, um, it said, your word, have I eaten in my heart? Ah, this is where I remove it though. Someone I said, Abby, thank you. Did you help me find it, please? Remove my notes. He said, your word I've eaten in my heart that may what not, that I may not sin against you. He said, your word I have eaten in my heart that I may what? Not sin against you. Do you want to stop sinning? Do you want to live right? Do you want to live stubborn habit? Take more of God's word inside. Now, when you take it in, hide it. Now, hiding it means that you keep it in your memory consistently. Look, I am a product of this. I did this well and I got result. So I can tell you for free. When you consistently get the word of God into your consciousness, you hide it in your heart, you meditate, you ponder, you swallow it, you cram it. Listen, memorizing the word of God includes cramming. That means you will take a, a scripture and cram it. Most of the scripture we quote here, we cram it first. Because some people don't understand it. When you read the word of God and you see something that strikes you, cram that verse. Come it. You will be dazed the day that, that scripture will jump at you. One, one nonsense talk, thought is coming to your head. Because the thought that is coming to your mind, they were the things that you have gathered for whole works of life. Consciously or unconsciously. You watch movies, they say all things. You will do, you, you go on the street, you are in the bus, you are in the car, you are among your colleagues, they say all kinds of things. Those things enter into your subconsciousness on permitted by you. And they play out at different times. The only way, the only cure to it is to build a mind of God that is provided, that is built in a laboratory of the word of God. That is the only way you can stand against it. Praise God. So, I move quickly now before my time goes off. How do we build an intimate relationship with God? How do I improve my relationship with God. Pascal mentioned a few of them that day. I just want to go a bit deeper. Pascal mentioned a few of them. I just want to go a bit deeper. Of course, number one, undoubtedly is prayer. And then please, I will encourage you. If you need to know more about prayer, three things. Number one, go and... We, do we still have um, prayer school? Please go to prayer school. They will teach you because I, there's a limit I can teach here about prayers. Go to prayer school. They will teach you. We are having journey. I will still come to that one later. They are, we are having journey now. Do your recession in journey. There is a place for prayer that they will teach you. The third part is that Pasuke has done a lot of series on prayers. Go and get them. And it will, exp- it will help you. I just want to mention a few things about prayer that can help you too. Number one is that as a Christian, um, you cannot live without prayer. Prayer is a language that we communicate with God through. Prayer is a conversation of, with God. Now, when we pray... As Christians, we talk to God. So that is where the relationship starts in the first place. So we pray and we talk to God. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, I mean the book of um, Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 5 and verse 16, Jesus always is Jesus is always separated at different points in time to go and spend time with God, to pray to God. So prayer is something that we have to live as a lifestyle. However, I want to get, I just want to talk to you. I don't want to talk about prayer, I want to break it a little bit. How often should we pray? Very simple. The minimum any Christian should pray is how many hours? I didn't hear you. Pasuki has taught us that before, that when Jesus was talking to his disciples, he said, can you not wait with me for one hour? That means that Jesus is saying at least one hour is okay, everybody. So, if you cannot achieve one hour, some of the questions that people ask, some of the things that goes on in people's mind, can I pray for one hour? I don't have that strength yet. It's fine. Start from wherever you are and start improving. That's number one. Number two is that you can share your one hour abroad through the day. Praise God. Let's say you cannot do one hour stretch. Can you pray 30 minutes, 20 minutes on, in the morning, can you pray 20 minutes at night? Can you pray 30 minutes in the afternoon? You have achieved one hour. Praise God. Now, but, but if you cannot still do that, how many minutes can you afford to pray? Now, start but don't stay. 
Are you hearing somebody? Are you hearing somebody? So if before I can do five, that's how to achieve goals. If before I can do five minutes, then the next time you are praying, try and do 10 minutes. Then the next time you pray, try and do 15 minutes. Keep at it. Now, I'll give you a few tips on how you can start it. Now, early in the morning, if you're down, there is no time you cannot pray. You can do morning, you can do afternoon, you can do at night. Me, I prefer morning. So I'm, I'm going to be using most of my practical stories. Why? Because these are the things that helped me personally. Now, I don't like to pray at night because by the time I come down, most times around 12 a.m., around 11 a.m. And I'm tired. I want to sleep. So I do mornings. Mornings are okay for me because my mind is still fresh and I still have time to meditate and do other things. So personally, I do morning. Now, sometimes when you wake up, you don't feel like praying. The most important thing to do at that time, there are two things. Number one, you can start praying in tongues and don't feel like it. Continue. After a while, you will kick. It's like pushing a car. I hope, I'm not, I hope you're not lost here. I'm giving you physical and practical proofs, and practical ways to, to get yourself into prayers. So it's like pushing a car. Pushing a, you know all those cars that they normally use their phone? <laughs> you saw you got two. Praise God. So sometimes you don't feel like it. Yes, continue praying in the Holy Ghost. Now, whatever you're doing, it's to look as if you're not even connecting with it. You're not just talking that. Continue. Another thing that can help you to eat is that go and load your phone with worship songs. That's another way to do it. Go and load your phones with worship songs. So when you wake up, before you press Instagram button, and know what Bella Nigeria is saying, the first thing your hand should press is music and is worship. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. Somehow, something will trigger inside of you. Something will trigger. You'll be able to start to pray. In fact, let that music be running while you are scabashing. Blah, 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 else. You will notice that five minutes you are thinking that it's too long, it's too short. You want to pray. That's how to start. Let the music flow. In your room, put radios that can speak a bit louder than your, your thoughts. Because people's thoughts are very strong. <laughs> Once they start thinking, <laughs> they can't hear any music. <laughs> Praise God. If possible, put your headphones on. Before you check the Instagram of men, check the Instagram of God. God has something better. The Instagram of man can only confuse people. Breaking news and sad stories. That's all they have to offer. That's not dying, dying, bang, bang, They've released a new virus now. All of us have been in peace before. They saw that the world is going peaceful. They say, what's going on? Let's trouble. And that virus has come in China. Can we live in peace? <laughs> ah. So, before you do anything and you don't feel like praying, put up your music. From the moment that I wake up till I lay my hand. I will sing of the goodness. Let that run. Let that song run over your heart. Your love is running over. Is running over me. I'm the son of my father. I work my own album. Anything I see my father do, I do. My father sings freely. I sing freely. Hallelujah. Amen. So, there are, there, are, there are lots of music like that. By the time you hear the verse verse, the second one, the third one, and you go to the next song, your spirit will have gathered momentum. Then you can stand to pray. Praise God. That's not that kind of year. This year is not this kind of year. Ah. Praise God. That's a first practical one. Of course, Pastor has talked about all kinds of prayer that you can do. There are lots of prayers. There are um, intercession prayer and all of those ones. But let me give you some ingredients that should be in your prayer when you pray. All prayers should be guided with tongues eventually. But there are some things that should guide your prayer. Like Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 said, from, from Matthew 6 from 9, 9 to 13. It was talking about the lost prayer. They said, when you pray, say, our, do not, okay, verse, um, where are you, DJ? Bring it up. 
said, our father who art in heaven is giving you a consciousness of who you are praying to. Now, that means that anytime you are praying, you must not feel bad. Even if you are, even if you are falling into sin, you are talking to your father. Your father loves you more than anybody. That's why they started with this scripture, with this name, with this phrase, our father who art in heaven. Then the next thing is what? That signifies worship. We don't thank him for what he has done alone. We worship him for his name. It is his name that we are worshiping. So when you are worshiping, when you are praying, be full of worship. It's a crime to say, I don't know worship songs. But all the various versions of Bessie and Bebo there, you know it. That is why you will always be too much to the physical. Like, see, it is not magic. What you feed on, if a rat feeds like elephant, it will turn to an elephant. How you feel determines how you feel. Am I talking to somebody here tonight? So lay worship songs. Lay worship songs. You see, he said in this moment, therefore, pray, our Father, hallowed be your name. And he said so many things. Look at, go to verse 10. There's something I want to also say here. Your kingdom come at that time. The kingdom of God hasn't come because Jesus hasn't died. So it was said that we should pray that his kingdom come. But this is what I concerns you. He said, your will be done on earth as it's in heaven. In this case, you'll be asking God, what is your will for my life? I need to know what you have in me. What you have as planned for me. These are the things that can be your prayers when you pray. Go to verse 11. Give us our daily bread. Verse 12. If you notice, the only time you mention about daily bread is just once. Your prayer of need should not be just more than once. It's not what you actually stay on top. And pray for 17 hours. <laughs> no. He already knows you. That you, know the, that you need them. Pray and move on. The rest thing he was talking about were forgiveness, how to purify yourself, and all of those things. Those are the fees that should be in your prayers. I need to move quickly. Um, the next thing is studying the word of God. Now, if you look at the scripture, the Bible talks about praying without ceasing. That is praying always. First Thessalonians 5, 5, 16 says so. Ephesians 6, I mean, verse 18. I don't have time to read, read those scriptures. Now, listen. This is what it means. It means that every time of the day, your heart should not be void of prayer. Now, your lips may not necessarily declare it out because of where you are. Maybe you are banking. Now, you can't be praying. Your customers are hearing you. They are afraid. <laughs> That's it. I, this guy trying to move this money here. <laughs> this dollar will soon disappear now. No, 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 no. no. So, but your heart is not void of prayer. You can pray underneath your breath. There are ways you can sit down with somebody that you don't even know they are praying. And there, there, there is kabashing in heavenly thongs. Now, that is what the Bible says. I just need to declare because a, lot, a couple of people have asked me before. The Bible says we should pray without season. So how do we balance it? No. You can move on with your life. But the ones I'm talking about that you must have a secular time for to spend one hour is compulsory daily. So these other ones that you must pray without season, that one is continuous. Your heart is the one praying and sometimes under your breath. If you have free moments or you think you can have chance, you can, let, let, you can move your mouth and then really speak. But the one that you spend time with God is compulsory. That one, one hour daily, you must find time for it. Now, as a roundup, the particular one I want to give you a devotion. I call it um, quiet time devotion. Now, I have a challenge with you always talking to God and God is not talking to you. That is not a complete relationship. How many of you will continue a relationship that you are only talking to the guy and he's not talking to you back? In the morning, you say, how are you? In the afternoon, you say, have you eaten? At night, you say, how was your day? He doesn't reply. Secondly, the same thing. So, God's relationship with us is a communication thing. It is not one-way traffic. Most of us keep praying and we don't hear from God. That is not right. God speaks, we don't hear. So this is how to do that. Now, I call it a quiet time. How many of you have ever heard of quiet time before? When you were in school or when you were... Ah, who time believers? Not too plenty. Oh. Praise God. Now, what they, what they teach us at that time, in quiet time, is how to combine both prayer, studying the word, meditation, listening to God, and rounding up with prayers in one particular fellowship. That's what I want to leave with you tonight. So, you can achieve praying, studying the word, meditating on the word, and spending a few time to think and meditate about what you have read and quietly listen to God and then running off with prayers in one particular service 
of your own. So this is how it works. If, for instance, you have an hour, you have one hour to pray, you can divide it. Let's say you spend the first 10 minutes of that prayer just worshiping, just adoring God, just glorifying God. Now, the next 20 minutes of that prayer, after you are done, you can now sit down and study the word of God. How do you study the word of God? You study in different ways. Sometimes you can study in chapters. You can study extra study like that. That's one. The other, one, the other way you can study the God's word is that you can study according to Bible characters. You can study the life of Jesus. You can study the life of Samuel. You can study the life of David. That's Bible characters. Then you can study according to specific titles. Maybe financial issues, health issues, healings. You can study. It's allowed. You can do that. Then you can also listen. You can also listen to I mean, messages. Now, this is what I'm talking about. So when you take time, let's say you spend 20 minutes of that, your one hour. You, know, you have used 10 minutes to pray. Praise God. Are we still together? Now, you have used 10 minutes to pray. Now, you can use 20 minutes to study the word. Just take, in that's your own profiling. Or if you, are, if you have devotionals, like you, you, you vision has a good, a good one, a good devotional. You can subscribe to it. Now, if you take, for instance, you take, you take John chapter 1 and you study the of John chapter 1. Choose some scriptures after that 20 minutes for the next 10 minutes to meditate. What are they saying in this thing? I said, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same word was made flesh to dwell among us. The word was his light. And the light is now become light of men. The light shining. All this plenty English. Take time. If possible, look for other translations. And check what did it. Because some other translations will help you better than King James. So they will break it down better. So when you take 10 minutes. Now, you're not reading. The, don't forget. You're not reading again. You are thinking. You are thinking. If, in fact, it's okay to memorize along that line. Ten minutes of that time, memorize. Then, maybe what now strikes you is that the light shines to darkness. And darkness, you have got a tool for the next prayer point. Oh, yes. So, the light shines to darkness. And now, this is how it works. From the moment you are meditating, you will connect another scripture that says that we are the light of the world. A city set upon the hill cannot be hidden. Oh, so the same light shines to darkness. So how can me light be in my office and they are defeating me? You see, if you keep meditating like that, after a while, you can spring up your spirit and you have enough to feed inside your spirit. Then you can concentrate the next 20 minutes of that time on prayer again. Now, this kind of prayer, you can change it to tongues. In case you don't even have prayer request, you can, or you can pray on what you have read just a while ago. Or keep praying in the Holy Ghost. For the next 20 minutes, you will see that you have achieved how many, how many, how many minutes? One hour. So, these are practical ways where you can get yourself acquainted with God. Now, there is no way you will be done in that one hour. See, you can't stay one hour inside where they, where they, ah, I don't want to use the word shit. And you will not smell it. If you stay one hour where they are frying fish, you will smell fish. If you stay one hour where, they are, where God is speaking, you will smell God. That was what the devil said. The devil said, the Lord, he said, um, um, Psalm 90, he said, um, um, he that dwelleth, thank you sir, he said, he that dwelleth what? In the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow. See, where after one hour you are confident of being under the shadow of the Most High. On your own, you will discover that some things are eating your spirit. They are not your thoughts. Start taking note of those things. Those are God now talking to you back. That is God now talking to you. That's how to take the practical step. I know sometimes to say how to do this can be so big. No, no, no. It's easy. See, after a time, one hour will not be enough for you for that, for that exercise. Because ordinarily, your own one hour to even pray alone can take another one hour. Not to talk of studying the world. Because as you study, and that one is just coming, and that one is just coming, and God likes things like that. He will not be telling you, talk to Colossians. I want to show something again. See, yeah, yeah. You said no one. Has he happened to you before that you saw one scripture and your head is turning around? Amen, amen. There's some scripture that it does take care. The Bible says the word of God is powerful. He said it is strong. See, when you receive the word of God, it can intoxicate you. Jeremiah said, he said, when his word entered into me, he stood me up on my feet. That is alone what you need. You will discover you will meet your spiritual goals. Have you been blessed tonight? Come on, celebrate Jesus here tonight. Hallelujah. Have a rest upon our faith.
I just worship God. I, I like that song. That song. Blessing. Can we do that song together? Come. For your mercies never fail. All my days I've been held in your hands From the moment From the moment that I wake up And until I lay Can we lift our hands and just worship the Lord tonight? Oh, I will sing Of the goodness of God I love you We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org Davids Christian Center, home of victorious people.